This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And uh, I was like scrolling through Instagram not too long ago and I came across uh, a reel on my Explore page. And I often love like, you know, going through my Explore page and checking out to see what's there because I often come across like some pretty cool content, content that I wouldn't see otherwise. And it was an interview between a dad and his daughter. And they were just, um, for lack of better words, shooting the, you know what? And I just loved it. And I loved it. And then so I started to creep like we all do on social. Don't pretend that you guys don't do it. We all do it. So I was creeping. And the gentleman is Connor Murphy, who is the managing partner of BeFit, which is Big Night Fitness. And he's also the host of the BeFit podcast. Um, he's like a fitness. Can I say fitness freak, Connor? Hey, that's fine. You're not going to offend me with that. <laughs> and he's an amazing content creator. So I was like, you know what? You need to come on the show. Connor, welcome to the parenting show. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, it is my pleasure. I have to say, like, it's not often that I come across content that just like reels me in instantly. And seeing you and your daughter, Ty, I was like, this is amazing. And I'll never forget which reel it was. You guys are talking about girls pooping. <laughs> it's, um, you know, it's so funny because... We've, it's always just been an open conversation and being a single parent, you don't get to pass off the kid to do adult things. So growing up, if I had to poop, she came in the bathroom with me. If she had to go, it was like, it was always something that was always just done together. And funny enough, where so she comes to work with me and it was actually our podcast producer. His name's Peter Hurley. It was his idea about being like, Hey, well, like we'll put tie on, have her like headphones on and and the plan wasn't really to record. It was that she could like see herself on the TV and all of that stuff. And then that's kind of how the whole thing started. But she's at work with me and we're recording. And like five minutes into it, she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. She, you know, she takes her headphones off. She's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, is it one or two? She's like, one, probably two. And it was, it was such like a natural thing for her to just say it out loud in front of, you know, in a... a a room full of no one at the time, but then to then be put out there for everyone to hear. And there was just no fear of it being like, Hey, it's just something that happens. And so when we came back in, so obviously went to the bathroom when we came back in, that's when we started discussing it. And, um, and it's funny because in, you know, in past relationships, it's always kind of funny with girls that are just, uh, that are nervous to, to poop around their significant others or their boyfriend or anyone. And it's like, they just like, don't admit that they do it. And so, we just kind of captured that and people I loved it. Like she was like, yeah, like, what's the big deal? We all do it. And it's so funny because how old is Ty? She just so she was three during that, but just turned four. Come on. To hear a three-year-old speak with such like reason, you know what I mean? She's like, I don't get it. It's like it's normal. What's the big deal? We all do it. I was dying. I was like, I like this kid. Ty, I want to be your friend. I want to be your friend. So it was actually Ty that, that got me like, you know, hooked. I've got uh, to say, sorry, Connor. <laughs> oh, no, trust me. I, I did that. But yeah, okay. So tell me a little bit about you, yourself because 
honestly, after that, I started to go through your content and I was like, wow, you know what? Connor is like a pretty cool dude, pretty cool father, has like an interesting life. It's very inspiring. I'm like, we need him on. We absolutely need him on. So, so where did it all start? Did you always have this passion for fitness? Yeah. I mean, so when I was growing up, I played, you know, the typical like football, baseball, and basketball. I grew up in Washington state. And so training was a part of, of becoming better at those sports. And I was always a very, very skinny kid. Like, and by skinny, I mean like scrawny. Like I was like, and I always wanted to be bigger. So I was always in the weight room. Where I was always trying. Um, and my dad, you know, my, my parents have a fitness background. They actually competed in bodybuilding uh, when I was very, very young. And now actually I've gotten them into CrossFit. They've done CrossFit for the past 15 years. Wow. Um, so when I was in the, when I was in the military, uh, I was in the Navy, I was stationed out of San Diego. Um, I did a lot of CrossFit to help continue my just fitness to do my job better. And then when I got out of the Navy, it was just almost like the only thing that made sense for me to do, not just for training for myself, but then helping others train and improving the quality of life of other people through fitness is something that because I was so passionate about it and I had so much experience doing it for myself it was just kind of a natural turnover to do it with other people. And, and in the, in the CrossFit space too, it's, it's something about doing hard workouts or doing difficult things that creates these bonds. It's just probably a similar kind of relationship to some of the, you know, teams and units that I had in the military is that this like shared suffering, you got to have these groups of people, these communities um, that you could rely on that were more than just, Hey, here's the friends that I work out with. I love so, that you said shared suffering. <laughs> yeah. Shared suffering. I mean, there's, there's something to it. If you, you go through something really uncomfortable or really miserable with someone else, you have that, that commonality of it being like, Hey, we both, you know, suffered through this and it could be anything. It could be, I mean, that goes from, from like a trauma side to like any of these things, but if it's voluntarily doing very, very difficult workouts next to someone, and these aren't workouts where people are cutting corners and shaving reps. It's like, if you're willing to do it, you're, you know, you're willing to at least have the integrity to, you know, go through and, do something that's really hard that's not you know it's not like a like a necessity it's 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 willingly doing it yeah uh, and so how how long has it been that you've been doing this well so i i did i did the introductory course to become a crossfit trainer in 2010 when i was still in the military and i learned that's a crossfit level one certificate course and it's really just a kernel course where you get the core basis of what they're trying to do for movement and then you get to take as much as you want from there to grow it into a to make it your profession and so i started training other people as well in 2010 and then just became obsessed i couldn't get there wasn't enough information out there that that i could read you know it was i was reading anatomy and physiology textbooks to be able to understand the body and human movement more i mean i was taking every course inside the walls of crossfit and outside as well um, and just, it became absolutely obsessed. And there's, there's definitely some selfish pieces to coaching because I'm able to, you know, there are people that I get to work with and work for that. I'm, that I may not have had anything in common outside of it, but I have this, this skill set that, that allows me to improve the quality of their lives. And it's not something where it's like, Hey, if you're super, super wealthy, or I have a few clients that have really high net worth, like unfortunately there's no amount of money that you can purchase health yeah, However, it's true. someone that you can stand being around and they can give you that you know that skill set to improve your life 
like now I have something that puts me in common with these people that I may not normally have. I love that. And I love the the fact that, you know what I mean? Like you're in it to, to help others. You know what I mean? You see that because like you said, you can't purchase health. You know what I mean? And, and I think a lot of people um, don't really take it so seriously or as, as seriously as they should, right? Like your health should be a non-negotiable in your life. You know, we have one life. So we need to make the most of it and we need to live it up. And, you know, as parents, not only should we and want to set a good example for our little ones, but want to be here for them. Like, you know what I mean? In a good, healthy capacity. And that's what I love about like you and Ty, because like you said, you bring her to work with you. And I've seen um, some of your posts on Instagram where you're doing like exercises using your child. Yeah, I mean, she's she's been in the gym, <clears throat> her and her mother, uh, me and and everything that I've done. And her, her mother works in like the fitness world as well. But it's a priority. It's a priority to to be in the gym and training. And that's that's all she's ever known. So going into the gym um, and hanging out and doing workouts and being friends with other people in the gym is something there's a there's a video I posted the other day when I normally train at 6 a.m., which means that she's got to get up a little bit earlier when, you know, when we're doing our morning training. So, you know, she's you know, riding in the car with me, hanging out. And then, of course, I'm like, all right, now let's go get breakfast. Let's go do this stuff. But she has an understanding on 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 healthy foods and the importance of eating healthy foods, as well as, you know, we're not like, hey, you're never going to eat a dessert. It's like, but she understands it. And she might be one of the only kids in class where if she doesn't eat all of her lunch, then she doesn't allow herself to eat her little dessert treat. So she'll have like a Hershey's Kiss that's in there. But if she doesn't eat all of her lunch, she won't eat it because it's like, I have to eat this in order to eat this. It's It's like a... You know, I don't know if it's like, hey, you're, you know, we're creating this complex for your child, but she's very intelligent and she understands that, you know, there are foods that are seemingly more or less healthy than others. And she's a part of her life now. I love that. And it's so funny because that reminds me of myself with my kids. I've got three and I always tell them too, because like their first snack is always a healthy snack. And the second snack is a little bit more of a treat. And the rule in this house is for snack lunch then you can have your second snack but we're not touching that unless your first snack and your lunch is done so i love that and i can't wait to uh to tell my kids about ty i'll be like look she's four she's four and she follows the same thing that you guys do which is which is amazing um so as a dad as a dad like it's it's hard because you are an entrepreneur you know so you're an entrepreneur um you're you're a single dad you've got your daughter you're bringing her in with you you know i can't imagine that it's like easy peasy right no i mean i again i i will i will never take credit away from her mother and how great of a mom and parent that she is but it's at the same time it's like when when ties with her mom it's full time parenting and full time work and full time everything else to juggle and then when she's with me for for weekends for weeks at a time if 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 mom is traveling for work it's you know it's it's pretty much full time on you and and granted we do still like all hang out together if we have like weekends we can all go out to dinner and do that stuff you kind of see a little side back okay i could see where this would be a little bit easier you can do a little yeah. and do this but it's um yeah i mean there's times when it's exhausting and it's hard because it's like oh how was the weekend with ty it's like well it was fantastic but <clears throat> i was a full time dad and full time employee the entire time yeah. 
It's uh, it, it's the joys, the joys, right? Yeah. We are talking with Connor Murphy of Be Fit and the Be Fit Podcast. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. This is the Parenting Show on Six Forty Toronto. You're listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo, chicmama.ca. We are talking to Connor Murphy. He's a managing partner of BeFit, and he's the host of the BeFit podcast. He's a single dad. He's a content creator. I don't know what else. Like, honestly, Connor, what else do you do? <laughs> anyway, like we were saying, anything that I can do... <clears throat> that other people want to pay me for. And then I get to hang out with my friends. It's essentially how I've, how I've become, a, this is the journey of things that I do. Um, but that's amazing. And like, honestly, it's something that I tell my kids and my students over at Humber college. I say, if you love what you do, you will never work a day in your life. And if you love what you do, don't worry about the money because the money will come. So yes. you just, thank you for proving my point there. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of times people will misunderstand that and be like, oh, if you love what you do, you won't work. And it's like, you work. You'll love your work. You'll do it probably more than you would if you hate your job. You'll do it all the time. It is, you know, I have my phone on me. It's like emails are coming through. There's certain stuff that I can do that could be better for the company and do all sorts of stuff. So it's a ton of work, but it is so rewarding and enjoyable. Like each day waking up, it's like, this is, this is awesome. It's so, it, I don't know. I find it so true. And it's like you said, yes, it doesn't mean that you don't work. You do work, but you're just motivated and you're inspired to like go in with everything you have and you love it. You know what I mean? So it doesn't feel or seem like work. And I don't know how you do it because, you know, I was watching your story, I think last week, one of your stories last week, and you were like skateboarding into work and it was like, it was like six o'clock in the morning. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> Uh, kudos, buddy, but I don't think I could do that. So I'll tell you, being prior military, people are always like, Connor, you're a morning person, though. You can wake up early and train because you're a morning person. And I'm like, I don't know what that means because not once in my existence on this earth has my alarm gone off. And I'm like, mm, that was enough sleep. Okay, I'm ready. Never. <laughs> never has that happened. What happens is I wake up and I'm like, there's no way it's already this time. But the previous day, either to myself or to other people that I'm training with that I committed, we're going to do this. It's like, well, it is what it is. The decision has already been made. So no matter how hard it is, no matter you know how much sleep I got, if I, if I ate well, if I had too many drinks, if I did, like whatever it is, the decision's already been made. And a lot of times it's uncomfortable in the morning. But once you have that set and once you have the, the discipline to just, hey, this is what it is. It kind of takes that factor out of it rather than being like, well, we'll see how I feel when I wake up. Because I'll tell you exactly how I'll feel. I'll feel really nice in my bed. Bed's going to be warm. That snooze button is just going to look so appetizing. Like, I know that. So I just take that part of that out of the equation. But like, how awesome is it, too, that, like, Ty, at such a young age, like, from birth, I guess <clears> she's <throat> never known anything else right? Like, except for dad to be in this type of lifestyle. And as she goes along with it, she doesn't know any different, right? But how great does it feel to know that you're setting this example for her? 
I think it's it's one of those things that I don't really think about until you know Something some lovely like woman is interviewing me and we're talking about <laughs> it. And you're like, yeah, that's you know, I always think, am I doing the, am I doing everything that I can? Am I doing the best job possible? And I think that with some of the some of the you know disciplines that both her mother and I have that we do on a daily basis, it's very easy to see where it's like I don't have to tell Ty what's right or wrong or what she should be doing or what the right thing is it's like kids are so so smart and they they realize and they know so much more than they even lead you to believe and it's our lifestyle and it's both of us and it's what we do it's very easy to transfer that rather than saying hey it's important to eat well it's important to work out it's important to be kind it's important to do all this stuff it's like if you just live your life in such a way it makes it a lot simpler for her to, to understand and pick up on these things. And I think that, again, a testament to her mother doing a fantastic job. But when we live in that way, it's, it makes it so she's the, one of my favorite people to be around. It has been the absolute best thing that's ever happened to me is just hanging out with her and spending time with her and not, not having to be like, all right, we got to do kid activity. It's like, we're just going to do what we do. I've always, I've always talked to her like she was an adult. I'm not like a big fan of like the child talk. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, you know, it's, she's incredibly, you know, smart and I'm very fortunate so far. I mean, if she, as a teenager, as anything like me as a teenager, I'm going to have my hands full, just <laughs> all the karma. but as of now, I'm just going to enjoy just how sweet and how like well-behaved and how kind she is. But I see that come across a lot in the podcast reels that you post with her. And there's quite a few of them with her you know what I mean so you can tell that she's like actively involved obviously not only in your life you're a parent you know what I mean so I hope your kids are involved you know what I mean and present and with you but in your business you know and the fact that like she's like part of the podcast it's just like it's so refreshing to see because I feel that like a lot of parents out there they hold back you know what I mean from doing stuff like that And they don't really involve their children. They're like, okay, this is work. I'm not going to like mix the two together. But it is like when it does happen, like it is so beautiful to see. Yeah. I, you know, I sometimes wonder if I, if it's the best thing for her, you know, because right now, like those, I mean, we did it because we love it and she loves recording. And there's been times where I'm like, Hey, do you want to go record? She's like, no, I don't really feel like doing it. And it's like, okay, let's do something else. And, but most of the time she's really excited to do it. But recently the reels have just been going viral and you're getting a lot of people reaching out, getting, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of shares that happen. And, you know, I don't want to like, I want to make sure that I'm not like exposing her to, uh, to be doing something that she doesn't enjoy. And so her and her, her mother and I have a few things that we discuss and talk about. And it's like, if at any point in time we feel it's affecting her, and we can be open and honest with each other on that, then, you know, we can make decisions from there on what we need to do. But I just want to make sure, you know, like I know right now I could post a reel of her and it'd be, it'd be thousands and thousands of likes rather than if I post some fitness content or that, but I don't ever want to post it because I know it will do well. I want to post it because I absolutely love my daughter. I've always posted about her since she was born before there were any, you know, reels or any of that stuff. It's been a part of my life. It's been, you know, celebrating fitness, fitness, and then my daughter. And those are pretty much the three things that I really focus on um, and kind of like the brand of, of what I have on social media. 
I love that. And I want to talk a little bit more about social media, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back. This is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from chicmama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. And we are talking with Connor Murphy in beautiful Boston. He's the managing partner of BeFit, which is the Big Night Fitness and the BeFit podcast, um, which I absolutely love because I'm not going to lie, Connor. It features your daughter sometimes. And Ty is pretty cool. (laughs) We were talking about Ty just before the break and, you know, her involvement in, um, the podcast and the business and just um, social media. And so I need to know as a content creator myself, who often, you know, shares posts about my kids, you know what I mean? Like they're always there. Um, do you get slack for having Ty on social? Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> and the overwhelming response is positive. Is people that are that are positive on social media, and you're always going to get, you know, people that disagree with what you're doing. You're going to get people who are are just jerks to begin with that they had no care or concern about, you know, what you're actually doing. They just see some it's like something becoming popular, and they want to try to like trap you down. But yeah, there's there's times where people will comment on things, being like, kids shouldn't be used for content, and I'm like, okay. You know, that's your opinion. That's fine. And then there'll be times when people will, you know, it's always like from a private profile. It's not from someone. <laughs> yeah. who, oh, this is me talking to you. And it'll just, you know, you'll get some, you're a piece of for doing X, Y, Z. You're a, you're a bad person. You're, you're using your, there are people that will not even, there's no background. And they're like, why would a grown man be speaking about pooping to a child? I'm like, that's my child. I'm not just a random person interviewing a straight, like, how did you not pick up on that? And then people are like, oh, oh, that makes it a little bit better. And you're like, all you had to do was maybe focus for like 10 more seconds, like three more clicks on your, of your thumb scroll and you would understand and know that information. But, um, you know, it's, it's something that kind of comes along with it. And I guess, you know, that things are going well when people want to say bad things. And I don't know if it's a jealousy or an envy thing, but I also, I also want to stay very cognizant of, am I doing the right thing? Did I post something that maybe potentially exposed my daughter? And I don't think that's happened so far, but I can't, I can't put myself on this pedestal being like, what I'm doing is the right move all the time. Like to be able to take a step back and have an assessment is something that I think is important, whether it is each time saying, no, I think this is good. And conversations that I have with her mother and conversations that I have with other people who have been in similar areas, you know, it's be able to reflect on that is, I think, an important thing to to remember. And I think, like you said, you know what I mean? Like, you've had the conversation um, with Ty's mom. You guys found common ground. Okay, this is what we're going to do. And most importantly, like, you have those open lines of communication with Ty. Hey, you want to do this? No, nah, I don't feel like it. Okay, cool you know, or yeah, let's do it. Let's have some, let's have some fun. Let's get, you know, behind the mic, let's put our headphones on and and just have a conversation. And I think that, you know what I mean? That's important. And a lot of people don't know the background to it. 
and are so quick to judge. Right. Um, But if your intentions are good, then I honestly like I don't see anything wrong with it. And maybe it's because I'm a content creator myself and I'm doing it, you know, and it's just like me trying to like make things better. But no, I honestly believe that, you know, and if we are doing approaching anything in a positive way, then I don't see any harm in it. You know, that's it's kind of off topic, but but under the same kind of guise of what you were just talking about. I have a friend, his name is Kevin Ogar. Um, he was a crossfitter and had an accident where a barbell, there was there were plates behind him that shouldn't have been behind him, and he uh, was paralyzed from from lifting. A barbell like, came back in. Um and he's one of the best guys you've ever met. He's just so positive. He now runs this adaptive athlete training program where he's working on how trainers can better help people that are adaptive athletes, whether it be upper body extremity, lower body, paraplegic, whatever it is. And I was having a conversation with him and I'm like, what, what do you prefer that someone references your injury? So if it's like, Hey, he, he is a paraplegic or he doesn't have this or is crippled. And he's like, it's just the intention because outside of that, it shouldn't matter. If someone is, is trying to just explain what had happened, there's no sets of words that are going to offend me. Now, if someone wants to be offensive, they can say the absolute right thing, but in a negative or a derogatory way, like Mm -hmm. that's offensive. And so I think if a lot of people took that to an understanding point, instead of just judging and understanding, hey, our intentions are the absolute best. I'm not not doing anything. I'm not trying to like expose my daughter for my own monetary gain and then, and then go do, you know, like X, Y, Z or be a bad person. Like it's genuine. We're having those conversations. I'm not telling her, Hey, say this when the podcast goes on, you know, and it's, and I think as long as we just keep it it being genuine and if you're, you know, if your mind is in the right place on there and Ty's happy, I, I think it's a, it's a good way to go. And I don't, I don't know if, if anyone else should be able to say, Hey, no, this is the right way. This is how you have to do it. It's like, man. I love it. And I love being able to talk about this, like on the show with a dad um, that is in this world, you know what I mean? That's like very active on social and as a creator, because a lot of people who aren't as involved in the social media world sometimes just don't get it. So I think, you know what I mean? Even just hearing you say this gives them some insight and some background as to what exactly it's like, um, not only for you as a dad um, who's co-parenting, but also, you know what I mean? Like for your daughter. And I know Ty's not here to, to talk and like put in her two cents, although I wish she was, because like, I would love to hear what she would have to say, but it's, I think it's really, really insightful, you know? Um, and, and talking about Ty, has she shown any interest in the fitness world? Because if mom and dad are active in this world, like, is she naturally like, is she, is she gravitating towards it? She's like, oh, whatever, it's cool, but I want to go color. Like, I think she loves, um, what she loves more than anything is undivided attention. And so if she's going to get that from us running and jumping and playing and doing that. So it's not, you know, I'm not like, Hey, Ty, you're going to do 30 air squats and 10 burpees and stuff like that. But whenever so I'll bring her to the gym with me. I, I would coach on Friday mornings. I'd coach one class and we'd have a blast. And everyone was really just excited to see Ty afterwards. But it was it's our pajama day because I, I would get her up earlier than her. And then she was, you know, her normal wake up time. 
she'd be in her pajamas and then like run around the gym. I'd like climb her running around the gym. We were like jumping off stuff. She likes to hang. She loves doing all of that. And that's just play. But what she loves more is undivided attention. So if I'm there to just play and do all the fitness stuff with her all in, she loves it. If I'm going to go sit down and we're going to color and draw together, loves it. But if you are distracted, like if I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, we're going to color. Hold on. So let me just respond to this email. It's not it's not as much. She knows the second that you are trying to work or trying to, you know, send a work email or if I'm even, I mean, I'm, again, I'm guilty. If I'm like scrolling on social media and she's doing something, she doesn't enjoy that quite as much unless I'm undivided attention. Even if we're just sitting next to each other on the couch, watching a movie, if I have my phone out, she is not as into whatever we're doing. And she wants to do that. She just wants all of your attention and it makes it, makes it easier to, you know, in that understanding that's being like, all right, I'm, I'm full-time dad. I'm full-time dad. I'm not trying to bounce around and do all this other stuff. And, and there are times when it happens, but. But I got to ask, cause I'm guilty of that. Like I'm always on my phone. Um, and one of the things I struggle with and I'm constantly working on is being present. Mm-hmm. Is that not like, is it easy for you? Like, because it seems like, you know what I mean? Like you're present, you're in the moment when you're with her. And I admire that and kudos to you because it's something, like I said, I'm constantly working on what help. Give me some tips, some advice. You got something for me? Well, so here's the thing. And I, and I can't take away, you know, I would never, I would never say that my situation is optimal because um, you know, Rachel and I, Ty's mom and I were, were previously married and it didn't work out well. And it was, it was something that took a lot of work and a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of things on her part to be able to move on to, for us to co-parent the way that we are. So I would never say that my situation is optimal, um, for that reason. However, you know, I, Ty's in school right now, her grandma picks her up from school. When I have my time with her, I don't, I don't have unlimited time with her. So when I do, that makes it a little bit easier to say, Hey, I'm going to make these sacrifices and not work as much and not be on my phone as much to give her hundred percent because I don't have that. So I think that when you have, you know, you've, you know, unlimited time with your kids, it's like, well, what, when is all in time? When is when I'm still doing my other things? So it, it does kind of take compartmentalizing things and being like, all right, right now it's full-time dad. Like when she's here this weekend, like it's dad mode. I love it. I love it. And you want to know something? I I, I want to hear more about this time management uh, between work and play and tie and everything in between. So don't go anywhere because this is the parenting show and you're listening to us on 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and I am talking to one amazing dad. Like, I absolutely love this guy. I just randomly found him on Instagram and I'm like, dude, I'm like, you need to be on the show. And he was like, all right, P, let's do it. And of course, that amazing dad is Connor Murphy. He's the managing partner of BeFit, which is Big Night Fitness, and the host of the uh, BeFit podcast. He's also an amazing content creator. He's got an adorable and like super smart and funny daughter, Ty, that joins him on the podcast every once in a while. And I don't know, like he does it all. He does it all. 
And so, Connor, we were talking about, we were talking a lot about Ty and we were talking about co-parenting, which is the reality for many people these days. You know, it's, um, I find that it's like a lot more common these days than it ever was before, you know, that co-parenting life and um, being there and being present for our kids. And you have a crazy busy life. Like you're an entrepreneur, you've got multiple businesses, you're trying to juggle it all. And at the same time, you've got this amazing daughter who's four, who looks up to daddy and loves to come to work with you and loves to join you on the podcast. And so you've got her and you've got a, you know what I mean? Like you spend your time with her while you're doing everything else. And we're talking about, you know what I mean? Just being present, but even that time management, um, how, how do you do it? (laughs) Well, I'm not batting a thousand. That's for sure. Uh, there's things that fall through the cracks and I'm learning every day. Biggest thing for me is, is I have to have things in a calendar. If it's not in a calendar, I've realized that I will forget the more stuff that you do, the more things, I mean, even like with Ty and I, and that schedule, like her mother and I like have a calendar and it's like what, what everything, like the details are all going to be in that. But what I've found that I probably do a little bit different than other people is I actually, I try to compartmentalize the different aspects of my life. And that goes in different ways of just work where, you know, with be fit, we do a lot of different things all around fitness. We do, you know, there's, there's people that I've gone on, on tours with uh, like celebrities, artists, um, training on tour. And then when I'm back here, we have in-person classes where we're running events and of all different disciplines of fitness. I have my own gym, uh, where we're, you know, pushing content out there for people. We're doing in-person training through the employees of big night. You know, my, my sister company, Big Night Entertainment Group. So there's a lot of different things. But I found that, especially with Ty, and what we were talking about earlier is that when I'm with her, I'm, I'm full-time dad mode. I'm much less likely to be on my phone, on my computer, trying to shoot off emails and trying to work. And I let that slide a little bit. And then even when she goes to bed, so it's like, all right, it's bedtime. Now it's time for me to get, I can get an hour's worth of work in there rather than trying to sprinkle it throughout the day. But I also pass that into my social life as well. And, you know, being a single dad is, it was a new thing for me. You know, after, um, after Rachel and I, Ty's mom split, it's like, are, are people going to want to hang out with me? I have a daughter. I have like this type of stuff. Luckily, she's the, the cutest child ever. But, um, you know, that's compartmentalized too. If it's going out or if it's hangout time and not necessarily to be like, hey, I'm going to go, you know find someone to talk to or whatever, but even just going to hang out with my friends. I'm not doing that type of stuff when I have Ty and I'm in dad mode, but when I'm not, and I have a couple of days or I have a day where it's like, Hey, it's just hang out. You know, I'll, you know, I'll have one, two, three, too many beers, hang out, have fun. I mean, like be safe with it, but it's like, that's my time to do that. And the next morning when it's back into work mode and it's back into this, it's like, here it is. Rather than kind of try to do it all at once, I was better being all in with what I'm doing with what's right in front of me, rather than kind of being half in on things. I don't, I don't multitask very well. If I'm, if it's, if it's one thing that I'm going to do, it's like, all right, here it is. And this is a hard stop. This is when it cuts off and then it's moving into this. It's almost like <clears throat> gears in a car of, of what direction and what I'm doing. And that's the best way that I've found to manage it. Is it the right way? I don't know, but it's, but it works it, for you. 
You know what? I kind of love that because I'm a basket case. And so for me, it's just like throw everything at me. And it's like I start doing something. And then two minutes later, I'm like, oh, got to jump to that. Oh, got to jump to that. So this actually like, you know, I'm a calendar person, too. But yeah, for all the parents listening at home, hey, there's some good, uh, you know, tips that, that Connor just mentioned there that maybe you may want to uh, take and put in your little pocket as well. Right. Um so yeah, what I need to know, what do you have going on right now? Because listen, we're here in Toronto, you're in Boston, but we're doing the show together via Zoom. And there's a lot of things that are um, a lot more easy to do these days and do remotely. So if people are like, you know what, I want to check out some of the stuff that Connor's doing, um, or I want to work out with him, but I'm in Toronto. Is that even possible? Can someone work out with you? If they want to come to Boston, I will allow anyone to train with me. And I've always actually had that. There's, there's people that I'll meet out um, and they'll be like, oh, I want to come train with you. I go, cool, tomorrow, 6 a.m. I train every day at 6 a.m. Like, come train with me. Most of the time, people don't take me up on it. But there are times when people will show up and they're like, all right, just come train with you. Yep, this is my workout. It's, you're going to get deep-ended. So it's not, I'm not explaining. I'm not coaching. I'm not doing a lot of this stuff. Oh, you can train with me in that way. There's, I have some time slots available for private training. But if it's like, you want to come work out, like we're working out at 6 a.m. We have a couple people that's constant and it's just open door policy. Whoever wants to come train can come train. Okay. So anyone in the Boston area that might be listening to this online or uh, on the podcast, um, just know that uh, it's available. You can go and train with Connor. But if you're in Toronto, like, can we do something online? Yeah. So, so as of right now, what's available? And you had already talked about the BeFit podcast. People want to kind of keep up with what we're doing there. You know, on all different podcast uh, platforms, whether it be YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify, you can listen to kind of the things that we have going on in Boston and kind of the people we are celebrating. Now, with that following, you know, we have our, our Instagram at Big Night Fitness. Uh, you're going to see a lot more content getting pushed out your way. And that will involve some of the celebrity training we're doing, utilizing them as demo athletes to create a program, a free 30 day program to get people who are not working out at all or people who are working out and want a little bit more to get from a 30-day program of all free work. That's all that you can do in your living room that'll be on demand to get them to a place where they feel confident or comfortable actually going then to a gym. Because I can talk until I'm blue in the face, letting people know you can come train. If you need, uh, if you want to go to a gym, there's no prerequisite where you are right now, we can meet you at and we can go from there. But even though people know this. And even though that I say these type of things, they still want to be like, all right, well, I'm going to train now. I'm going to do my own thing for a month. And then I'm going to go in and be ready for that. So instead of me having this conversation to try to convince someone one way or another, it's like, Hey, if people are going to do that anyways, if people want to get like a prerequisite training program before then going into a gym, well, why don't I provide that for them then? And then yeah. another step, it just lowers the barrier of entry to people to start getting into health and wellness and start prioritizing it. And it could be standing up and sitting down on a couch. You know, we have, we do all of the on-demand fitness content for Encore Boston Harbor. It's like the highest rated five-star hotel in the East coast. Oh, wow. And in all of the rooms, I have myself and then my training team, we do these on-demand workouts that are performed in the room so that you can go in there. You can click on, I want to do yoga. I want to do dance. I want to do this or that. And it's actually us taking you through like your in-room on-demand workout. That is so cool. Okay, so hold on. When is that going to be online for all of us? So that's just exclusively at 
at the hotel. The workouts are actually performed in the same rooms that people are in, so they can see how and why, uh, how and you know they could do that. That but is real. Can you come to Toronto and do that at some of our hotels? Yeah, <laughs> you connect me with the connect me. With the I G will. I totally will because that is brilliant. And I think it's amazing. And I love the fact that you're coming up with this like 30 day program just to get people moving and get them to build that confidence to be like, okay, you know what? I feel like I can step foot in the gym because it is very intimidating for some. Mm -hmm. Like I kickbox and it's been, this October is going to be like six years that I've been kickboxing and I absolutely love it. But in the beginning, it's, it was very intimidating for me. Like, oh my God. Do I have what it take? Am I going to be able to get through this workout without collapsing or throwing up? You know, so I absolutely love that. And I know that there's a lot of parents at home listening right now. And they're probably like, they want to do something, but they don't know where to start. So this yes. is this is like an amazing like kind of entry into it. So when is this going to be available? Uh, we're, we're finishing up. We have most of the content already filmed. And now we're just kind of trying to put the pieces together of it. So I would say within the next couple of months, and it'll be available on YouTube. So if you follow the, the BeFit podcast on YouTube, subscribe. It's going to be from the same channel as we push the podcast out on Big Night Fitness. So we'll get all of that content out. Okay. So where is like, where do we go? Where do we start? Do we go to your website? And then from there, connect to all of your social? Like, which way should we, how do we do this? Usually the easiest way. Uh, I mean, if you are following on Instagram, if you go at Big Night Fitness, then that's also, there's like a Hubie account there that links to everything we have going on. If you go to bignightfitness.com, you can, it can go everywhere from there. It goes to the podcast. It'll show you Instagram. It'll show you our in-person classes, video recaps of all the stuff we're doing. It's really fun. Okay. Like amazing. So now no one has any excuse. You can get moving so you can get fit and healthy and uh and also we got some amazing pointers and tips on you know life with a kid from the amazing dad connor murphy of big night fitness thank you so much for joining us tonight um you are amazing connor and i hope that you'll come back on the show thank you so much anytime you'd like to have me back on i will absolutely it's been a pleasure awesome and i will come to boston uh but um do you do an 11 o'clock class <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's it for us, but we'll catch you guys next week. Same time, same place. It's the parenting show right here on 640 Toronto.